0: Um, first off, I'd like to thank everyone for the words of encouragement I got this morning. They were great. Thank you all. Um, all right. Please turn your Bibles to Hebrews 13.2. Uh, before we read this, how many of you know that you have an angel watching your back right now? You have a guardian angel watching over you. Raise your hand, please. Don't worry. I'm not going to scream about anything. Uh, oh, thanks, Steve. All right. Well... Um, If you didn't know, there are angels everywhere. They're always watching your back, and they're kind of like your spiritual bodyguards. They're like the uh, spiritual secret service. They're great. Fantastic beings. All right, Hebrews 13.2. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Now, uh, next slide, please. Angels come in many different shapes and sizes and forms and features. For instance, but oftentimes we are misinformed about angels. For instance, the fact that in the Bible, there is never a mention of any feminine angel figures. Um, And there is also never a mention of them having halos. That is another really weird thing, you know, a little yellow ring flying above their head. Um, But they are mentioned to have wings, and they do fly. So that's pretty cool. Um, But... Oftentimes, you know, we're led to believe that an angel is a being with two white wings and a choir robe, strumming a little harp, watching over you, just kind of like sitting on a rock behind you, chilling. That's not the way it works. Um, they're actually spiritual warriors, and they're really cool. Um, the female with the sword uh, isn't quite the right depiction, but it is a lot of times a warrior with a sword and a male. Um, you read in the Bible uh, that... There are stories of angels where they will go through camps during a war. Like there was an angel who went through an Assyrian camp, and he just he took out 100,000 men at night. And so whenever the Israel army woke up the next day, they were just like, hmm, where's the enemy? Oh, wow, what happened there? So, uh, next slide, please. Um, I like this picture. My grandma actually has this picture hanging up in her living room. Uh, that's why I chose it. I found it. Uh, I just think, you know, they serve as spiritual bodyguards, always looking out for us. In that picture, it's a uh, young girl holding, presumably, her brother, walking across a bridge on what looks like a stormy night with river rushing under. And the angel is watching their back. Once again, it's a female angel. Um, As many times we are informed that, you know, like a mother, an angel watches our back. Um, In Matthew 18.10, it says... See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my father. So what that means, you know, is that little kids, the littlest, the tiniest, the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, they have bodyguards. They have angels watching over them. And I just think, you know, that's awesome because even as we grow up, that same angel will follow us. It talks in the Bible how the children are assigned angels. Angels are designated to watch over certain children. Preston, you have an angel. Drew, you have an angel. Austin, you have an angel. Harrison, you have an angel. Now, we don't know what they look like, but I guarantee you we might. Well, we have the chance to meet them someday. And that's one of the greatest opportunities we have out there. All right. Um, my next scripture, uh, as I was talking about the angel who went through the Assyrian uh, camp, great warriors, fantastic beings, just of awesome power that we can't comprehend. Um, Isaiah thirty-seven thirty-six. 36 um, This picture... Uh, Paul sent it to me. I, he did a lesson on angels or a whole teaching over angels over a couple of weeks, um, a couple of years ago. And he sent me this picture saying, oftentimes we do see angels, you know, as little cherubs. And that is a cherub, a cherub like Cupid cherub. They are not little babies in diapers that shoot arrows with heart shaped, you know, tips. No, that is a warrior. Um, Paul put it best. He said, We don't picture them as little babies. That guy looks more like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. Like, that is a big dude. And uh, if you look there, that is where he is swinging the flaming sword and casting Adam and Eve out of Eden. You can see their footsteps as they have to be forced to leave the garden. And that picture was just very, very powerful to me, and that showed the true power of angels. Um, Now, some designations about angels are angels' wings are five cubits long. And a cubit is about, from my elbow up to my hand, it's about a foot and a half to two feet, roughly. So if it's five cubits long, that's like ten feet long wings. That's huge. Can you imagine something like that flying over your house? Especially swinging like a gigantic sword, you know? That'd just be horrifying. Um, oh, and continuing that, Revelations 12.7. This is where you see the first angel-on-angel battle, kind of. This is where um, Lucifer, which was an angel, he's a fallen angel, um, he took on the form of a dragon in Revelation, and that's what you read. So, then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. You know, Lucifer did have angels on his side, and what happened was whenever they lost, they were cast down to earth. And that's where you get, you know, Satan in the garden and stuff like that. Um, Paul brought up another very good point when I was talking to him this morning. He said, angels are great. Angels are fantastic. But we don't want to be angels because angels have no forgiveness. If you look at this, then what you see is, yeah, you know, we get the forgiveness that God gives us. But as soon as Lucifer stepped out of line and began conflicting with God, God didn't, you know kind of pat down the rebellion and say, don't do it again. He said, you're out. And that was a major, major, like, wow moment for me because Paul just mentioned that and it was a fantastic point. Um, so you see where Lucifer gets thrown down to earth and I imagine it was like a gigantic comet just plummeting towards the earth. Um, so the biblical function of angels is to do God's bidding. This is an amazing, like, awesome trait uh, yeah, obviously you can read. Uh, God is consistently receiving and dispatching angels. This is present, you know, um, whenever Jacob had his dream uh, in Genesis 28:12. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. You know, this shows that God is constantly like, hey, you come here. All right, now you go do that. Now you come here. Now you go do that. And I just think, it's awesome to think the fact that they're never, they're never idle. There's never a time, you know, when they're just like sitting by looking down on the earth and, oh, look at those idiots, look what they're doing. No, they're constantly, constantly, oh, I've got to go do this. I have this job, let's go do this. And that is a, once again, an awesome trait of a hard, determined worker. And God is constantly, you know, hey, well, I need you to go watch this. Oh, newborn child, you go watch over that one and that kind of stuff. And it's just astonishing to think, you know, It'd be like, it'd be like never having a dull moment at work. Like, you know, you, let's say you work an office job. You go sit down at your desk. Well, then your boss comes over. Hey, I need these printed. So you get up and go print those. You come back. Hey, I need some coffee. Why is it my job to get you coffee? I don't know. You're my boss. All right, let's go get coffee. Stuff like that. Um, God, God used angels to speak through, uh, through them to some people in the world. You see like angels like Gabriel, Gabriel was an archangel. He was an angel with a name. And you'll see that uh, names in the Bible mean power. They mean strength. And this is, you know, Gabriel means, in Hebrew it translates to, he who is like God. Or he who, oh no, man of God, excuse me, that is Gabriel. Michael is he who is like God. Um, But Gabriel is the messenger archangel. He's the one who, you know, delivers the good news to Mary. He's the one... uh, Etc. Just that kind of stuff. So. Uh, Genesis 19.1 supports the angels giving messages. The two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening. And Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them. He got up to meet them. And then bowed down with his face to the ground. Now. If you go back a ways in the scripture. There's actually three angels. And what happens is one of them stays behind. To talk to Abraham. And you see that it says. Abraham then talked to God. So. What does that mean? It means that angel was the presence of God or at least the the message through which God was speaking to Abraham. And that's awesome. Can you imagine talking to God? Can you can anyone imagine what that would be like? No? Wow. Live crowd. But I just think, you know, it's awesome that God would send three angels to and He would stay behind with one to talk to Abraham, but he would send two forward in order to tell uh, Lot that, hey, Sodom's going down. You need to run. And he warned Lot and Lot got out. Of course, you know, his wife turned around and turned to salt. But all right. um, God gave angels names and God giving them names means that he had a relationship with him. Uh, Archangels were. We're probably often in the court of God, so they talk to God. That's how they receive their missions and receive, you know, what they were supposed to do. Uh, Genesis 19.1. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Revelations 9.11. Next slide, please. Here's the fallen angels that we hear about. The angels that were on Lucifer's side whenever they lost the war. And... You know, I just think that this is incredibly important to know because, you know, we know there are good angels. We know there are angels watching over us and protecting us. But we also have to know that there's a counterforce to that. And there are bad angels in the world. Um, for instance, Abaddon, which is the night of chaos, the night of uh, darkness, kind of. <laughs> night of darkness. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. It was right there. Um, Revelations 9-11 mentions Abaddon. <laughs> they had a king over them, the Angel of the Abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek, Apollyon. That is destroyer. That's what his name translates to: is destroyer, chaos. Um, in that same chapter, it states he was leading an army of locusts, and the locusts were like horses, like they had like battle gear on, and they were ready to like storm the city and just destroy everything. Um, this being said, you know, he's obviously like, I don't know, he's like the commander in Satan's army, you know. He leads the charge. Um, Lucifer, obviously, Satan. Um, in Hebrew, it means to lead astray or uh, dismayer. Um, obviously, you see Satan throughout the Bible as a snake, um, as a spirit, and just all throughout the Bible. This shows that, uh, you know, and every time you see him, he's pulling people astray. He's leading people opposite directions than what God wants and that's his mission ultimately um, and Belzebub, or Beelzebul there are multiple accounts of him he is the angel, the dark angel of pestilence of like plague you see him, uh, he's also called the lord of demons so he's the one who keeps domain over all of Satan's demons and Beelzebub uh, you see him You see someone who's possessed, I believe, in Matthew by Beelzebub and the high priests are like, oh, he's he's possessed. What are you going to do? Obviously, he's possessed by the Lord of demons himself. And Jesus is just like, get out, leave. Thank you, please. And that's just a major turning point. All right. Next slide, please. I'm trying to hurry because we don't have much time. Um, There are archangels. Um, I found two mentions of archangels in the Bible that are Michael and Gabriel. Now Michael was the warrior angel. You know he was the um, the fighter, the big like the one who fought the dragon. You know, uh, he fights the dragon in Revelation twelve. His name's his name means he who is like God. I mean that is a name of power. That is a name of strength. Who doesn't want to be like God? And I feel like you know him having that name, just awesome power. Um, Gabriel, he's the messenger. He delivered the good news to Mary. His name means man of God. Once again, names meant power. Names meant like Abaddon, destroyer, chaos. Just their names often described what they were, what they did. Uh, next slide, please. Um, there, The other types of angels that are divided, you know, there are cherubs and cherubim. I told you a wing was five cubits long, approximately 10 feet on each side. Um, cherubs are like the young angels. Even though they're young, doesn't mean they're not powerful. Because you saw the cherub that was guarding Eden, as Paul said, Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. Um, a cherubim blocked Adam and Eve out of the garden with a flaming sword by swinging that sword. Uh, seraphs. Seraphs are the angel you hear about in the book of Revelation. They're covered by three sets of wings uh, one that covers their feet, one that covers their body, and one that covers their head. Um, I found a couple illustrations, but they look kind of weird because it was just like a little tiny face covered by wings. And so it just kind of looks weird. So Um, but, you know, seraphs and seraphim are like the archangels. They're the big, powerful angels that you hear about. And they're oftentimes the warrior angels. Cherubs are guardian angels and stuff like that. Uh, Next slide, please. Uh, The importance of angels. Now, obviously, you know, they all watch your back. Um, spiritually, you know, they're kind of like your hype man. You, you all know what a hype man is. Team's got me. All right. But, uh, so a hype man's like, you know, a person that follows your back and, like, screams every time you do something good or, like, celebrates, you know. Like, let's say you go out and you decide not to make that choice. You know, your angel's, like, standing behind you. You can't really see him. But he's like, boom, did you see that? Ha! That kind of thing. So, uh... Yeah, they're kind of like your spiritual hype man. They're really cool. They're also your bodyguards. You know, they protect you from those spiritual encounters. Uh, God uses angels to shield and protect us every day. My grandma has this saying, uh, don't forget to pray and tell God to guide, guard, and protect you. And I think that's so accurate because not only do they shield us, but they also fight for us. And that is a huge, huge thing. Because if you don't have something, someone fighting for you, what do you have? Especially, you know, if you're not very big or you're not very strong, you have to know. That's important. That is a huge up factor for you. Like, just knowing, you know. Um, And not to mention the unbelievable power they have, you know. If you're facing, let's say you're facing Rocky Balboa in a ring. You don't want to just fight him, right? You don't want to just, all right, I got this. No, you want to turn around to the guy who has your back that's ten times bigger than you. You go in the ring. Tag team, buddy. Let's go. You know it's just a huge like factor, uh, next slide, please, or is that it? That might be it. I think that's it. <laughs> um, my conclusion is that God uses angels to guard and protect us, and I think it's very important that we recognize that factor and why wouldn't we want that protection? you know if you can if you can have it, why wouldn't you want it There's no point in not having it um, All the power of God's angels awaits those who believe and come forward. You know, my hope would be that knowing about God's angels, you use these words of encouragement and, you know, his words of power that I've shared with you through the scriptures this morning to uh, make that decision of faith this morning. Um, I pray that you can be baptized into Christ and you can reconnect with Christ here. Please stand as we sing. Thank you so much.